All right, there's a lot going on in the news in regards to Trump being pulled off of the ballot in two states. Will there be more states to follow? What does the 14th Amendment actually say? What rights do we have in all of this? Is there an appeals process? These are answers I don't have, but you know who might have them? Jonathan Emord, who is a constitutional litigator and candidate for the U.S. Senate out of Virginia. Let's bring him on and see if we can answer all of these questions. Jonathan, how are you today? And is these are these questions that you can answer for us? Fortunately, the Colorado Supreme Court took a move that really is uh, quite extraordinary and very, very damaging to our rights. You know, you, you may think this is just about Donald Trump, uh, but this is not about just about Donald Trump. This is about the American people and their right to vote and their right to have a freedom to choose from among candidates. Donald Trump is the most popular candidate for president. And the Colorado Supreme Court, in a classic example of authoritarianism, uh, removed from the electorate the right to choose Donald Trump. It's all it's about, the right to choose Donald Trump. Now, I've endorsed Donald Trump, and I strongly support the president uh, in his effort to win uh, the presidency again, because I, I, I really do appreciate what he accomplished in his four years, and I'd rather see that happen again then have uh, someone who's totally inept uh, serving as uh, president a second term. And I think most people will agree with that as they start seriously focusing upon the election. Well, Colorado wants to prevent it. And you asked about the, the 14th Amendment of the Constitution. Let me just explain what this is. So Section 3 of the 14th Amendment of the Constitution has a provision in it that came out of the Civil War that would allow Congress... Uh, actually disenfranchised uh, from serving in, in uh, political office on the state and federal level, those who had been, in two instances, one, actively engaged in uh, insurrection or rebellion against the Republic, against the United States of America. Uh, the second one category are those that provided aid and comfort to enemies, to that enemy of the United States. So recognize what we have here. This constitutional provision is designed to take uh, effect in two instances, uh, closely tied to the aftermath of the Civil War. The Confederate States of America was one nation that seceded from the Union and attacked the Union, attacked the United States of America. So you had a separate country. What they were trying to do is prevent the Confederates who were aligned with the separate country from serving in elective office in the United States of America. And so what they did was deny them under this provision of the 14th Amendment, denied them the right to run for elective office and to serve in those positions, including the position of president of the United States. Well, there are two provisions that have to be met in order to exclude someone from the franchise, from the right to run. The first is that you have to show that they were engaged, that's the language, engaged in rebellion or insurrection. What does rebellion or insurrection mean? 
It means the overthrow of the government, the violent overthrow of the government. It means what happened, what was attempted by the Confederate States of America. They meant to overthrow the United States government. That was a rebellion and insurrection against the United States. All right, did Donald Trump do anything like that? No, not at all. He didn't do one thing to overthrow the government of the United States. In fact, he was trying to save the republic when he argued that there was corruption in the election process and he wanted that eliminated and he wanted it corrected. Is that a act to take violence against the United States to overthrow the government? No, it's not. The second part of this provision in Section 3 is that uh, if you give aid or comfort to an enemy of the United States, you can be excluded from these positions. Well, what is an enemy of the United States? An enemy of the United States is a nation or a country or the Confederate States of America that is dedicated to our destruction, right? To the destruction of the United States of America. Well, did Donald Trump provide aid and comfort to uh, a country? Did he provide aid and comfort to individuals who are uh, uh, um, aligned with a country seeking to overthrow the government? No. What did he do? Well, all Donald Trump did was say, I object to this election because it's corrupt, because it's been stolen. And then he said, in addition, I don't want the election certified. But when it came to violence or actions against the police, destruction of property, he didn't counsel or aid or give comfort to anyone who did anything of that kind. In fact, he said that they should peaceably protest, right? So there is no foundation whatsoever. And then here's the other big thing. The Colorado court and no state court has jurisdiction under the 14th Amendment, Section 3. And that's because under Section 5, the Congress of the United States is given the legislative power to interpret the section and to execute it. Not any state government and not the Supreme Court of any state government. So, Eric, I cannot hear you. Uh, what is the state's, uh, <clears throat> the Supreme Court in Colorado, we know that they did this mainly out of fear, but how did they come to this conclusion? And do they know that it will not pan out? Or does this hold up in some kind of an appeals court? Uh, or what are the repercussions for them in all of this? Well, they're all Democrats. They're all Democrats. And this is a political move. This is crass. And it's very, very dangerous because they're reinterpreting the Constitution to mean something that it absolutely does not uh, uh, mean or allow. So they're seizing power to shut down the election effectively by denying the, the people who are voting their freedom of choice to choose who to support. That's what they're doing. And this is an authoritarian move. It is nowhere justified under the Constitution. And it's a massive Hail Mary pass. It's, they're really trying to get 
a pull a fast one on the whole country. Imagine if their position stands then in every single state, Donald Trump could be removed from the ballot. The effect of that would be to disenfranchise probably a super majority of the American people because upwards of 70% of Americans are likely to vote for Donald Trump and uh, against Joe Biden. So look, that whole massive, they're destroying democracy in America. That's what they're, that's what they want to do. They don't have any authority to do that. There's nothing in the constitution that allows them to do that. Why are they doing it? Because they, that's a Hail Mary pass. They're, they, they set it up so it would go to the Supreme Court and their hope is that the Supreme Court will somehow find a way to give them everything or half of what they want. Somehow they want to be able to limit the ability of the electorate to vote for Donald Trump. Now, if they succeed in this, we are in deep, deep trouble. If they succeed in this, it's not just Donald Trump, bad enough as that is, because he's an American citizen. He has free speech rights, just like the rest of us. They need to be protected. Nothing that he did comes close to any of these things they're accusing him of. He exercised his free speech rights. He did what every uh, chief executive should do when they see instances of fraud, which is argue that there's fraud and that it upset the election. I mean, there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with doing that. We know there was fraud in the election. And so he was doing what he should do under the Article 2 of the Constitution, remember, the president of the United States is to take care that the laws are faithfully executed. That includes the election laws. That includes the laws that govern fraud and abuse. So he, it's his, he was duty-bound for the American people, not just for himself, but for the American people, to do whatever he could do to ensure that the election was uh, accurate and was uh, not rife with fraud. So when he raised these points, he's using his First Amendment rights as well as his executive authority under the Constitution, under Article 2. And they're trying to wipe that away. What this would mean for future presidents is that if a future president suspected fraud in the election, this president will chill that president's speech. The president would be afraid to go down the route of pursuing it, of even calling it out, and certainly of asking that the election be decertified or not certified, because the president would fear that the president would be second-guessed by state Supreme Courts if the president were to ever seek elective office again. So that's this is a very dangerous thing, and it means a shift in power from where the Constitution puts the power that is in us with freedom of speech and that is in the president of the United States in ensuring that the laws are faithfully executed and shifting that over to the courts, which are authoritarian, but they were supposed to be limited in their role to being guardians of the constitution. And here they're not serving as guardians of the constitution, they are rewriting the Constitution. So the Supreme Court of the United States has to stop this. I would fully expect that it would. 
because this is crazy reinterpretation of the 14th Amendment. Insane. Way beyond the historical precedents, which this court has said it will follow, and purely partisan political po politics. I mean, this is more of the whole Trump derangement syndrome. This is more of an effort to try to prevent Donald Trump from being able to run for president. They've done everything they possibly could in the past. They're doing everything they possibly can now. And this is just the latest attempt to take away our right to vote for who we want to see become president of the United States. What do you think the chances of this actually going through to fruition? Or does it get stopped at an appeals court? It'll go from the the uh, uh, Colorado Supreme Court, and it is already, going to the United States Supreme Court. The United States Supreme Court will be the end of this. I hope the United States Supreme Court will hear it, and I hope the United States Supreme Court will act swift, swiftly and shut this down, and they need to telegraph to every state. It needs to be very clear in the decision that the states have no constitutional power under the 14th Amendment, Section 3, to either interpret what that section means or execute it. They do not have that power. There's no jurisdiction in the states. This has been reserved to the federal government under the 14th Amendment. And then if they wish to, I would hope they would, they can go on and explain why there is no foundation nonetheless in the arguments that are being presented by the uh, well, in the decision that is being presented by the uh, Colorado Supreme Court, they don't have a basis for their decision. This is whole cloth creationism. And it's designed because you've got people frothing at the mouth because they want to bite and tear down uh, the whole uh, Trump train. They want, you know, the whole Trump movement. And I'm telling you, this is a big thing. And we have got to finish it the right way. We have to stand up for the Constitution. We have to save it from those who would destroy it. If we don't allow this, if we allow this to happen, what is going to happen to us is that our free speech rights will be violated. And in addition to that, we will lose our power to, you know, be, elect, be able to choose a, a person of our choice. You know, it wasn't much long ago. In Reynolds versus Sims, the Supreme Court said the right to vote freely for the candidate of one's choice is the essence of a democratic society, and any restriction on that right strikes at the heart of representative government. And indeed, that is the case. So this is an authoritarian move. That's why I refer to it. These people who have decided this, the, the Democrats who are in the majority, there were three that dissented. The Democrats who are in the majority in the Colorado Supreme Court are proving themselves to be authoritarians. They do not want the people to have a right to choose who they prefer for president by taking off the ballot. One of the most popular presidents and one of the greatest candidates, I mean, Donald Trump looks to be, of course, the person who's going to win this election, right? And so he poses a threat. He's always posed a threat to the far left. They've always looked at him as an enemy because he's defending the Constitution. He's defending our rights. He's fighting to eliminate terrorism. 
all the things he, he saved the economy, he reduced gas prices, he caused our nation to be respected around the world, he gave the United States power in its interactions such that terrorists understood that if they messed with us, they would get what they deserved. I mean, everything was in a much better position, but it certainly didn't advance the socialist platform of the Democrats that they've now adopted. And it certainly didn't uh, violate the rights of the people. It was the greatest defense of our people. He put America first. He secured the borders. So their agenda is one of destruction. And you see it very clearly here because they're willing to destroy the meaning of the Constitution to advance their ends. They're willing to take Section 3 of Article of the 14th Amendment and rewrite it so that it is, is, is capable of being used as an authoritarian hammer to break down uh, the democratic electoral process. And that's, of course, not what was intended. What was intended is to prevent an enemy of the United States and its agents from running for elective office. It wasn't designed to prevent someone who voiced their criticism of an election and happened to be president of the United States from ever uh, serving as president again. That certainly was not the in intention. Now, I, I know the one big question, if the United States Supreme Court does not uphold this <clears throat> or upholds it, and he is off the ballot in both California and Colorado, uh, those who have sworn an oath to the Constitution, what do you say to those folks? What do you say to uh, guys like you? Is there anybody else in the fight from there? I feel like I've even heard uh, another famous radio host call this almost a clear and present danger. What would you have to say if the U.S. Uh, Supreme Court upholds uh, upholds the ban? In the very unlikely event that this majority of the Supreme Court upholds or upholds the the uh, ban on President Trump running, I believe that there would be. Uh, a breakdown in the whole electoral system. I think people would be, I, I suspect there would be rioting. I suspect there would be uh, social unrest like we've never seen before. And the reason is that the American people have never in their history been deprived of the franchise. They've never been deprived of the right to vote uh, except in the most heinous uh, period of the civil right, of, the, of the Jim Crow era, and this is now totally unacceptable. We have established one person, one vote. We've established the necessity of democracy. We have made clear as a nation that we are not going to tolerate that around the world. Uh, when, when they attempt to interfere with our elections, now we have internal threats in the form of our own uh, state governments that are driven by far leftists who don't care about our rights, want to run roughshod over it to have election outcomes predetermined. The American people will not stand for that. There's none of us who believes in liberty who will sit back and allow that to happen. So I'm afraid that if this is the result, and I seriously doubt that it will be because it's completely against the doctrines that the Supreme Court has adhered to an interpretation of the Constitution. So I think uh, that the majority here has, I think that it will die and it must. And I think if it doesn't, we're going to have big trouble.
Do the people of Colorado and California, do they have any repercussions for even attempting to do something this? Uh, some people are calling this maybe a distraction. We know that the Epstein list um, is set to be revealed or a percentage of that list is set to reveal in January. A lot of people think that this is, is some kind of uh, gross distraction. Is there any repercussions to them uh, even attempting to do something like this? Um. Is there a repercussion to the people who are objecting to this, you mean? Yeah, for uh, for these Supreme Court judges who, uh, you know, the way that oh. I kind of understand it is that uh, they have no authority, yet they have asserted a certain amount of authority. Right, they have no jurisdiction. So jurisdiction is is the, the court's power to decide something. So because uh, Section 5 of the 14th Amendment uh, reserves the power to enforce the 14th Amendment to Congress, to the federal Congress, the United States Congress, no state or state Supreme Court has jurisdiction power to decide what the 14th Amendment means as to Section 3 and to, to, to execute it, that is to say, to make it happen. Look, if this is so ridiculous. There is no factual foundation even before this court as to what Donald Trump did. That is, that is, there, there wasn't an opportunity for a full trial on the merits with Donald Trump as a defendant in, or, in order for there to be a full factual record. Now that couldn't have happened anyway, because again, this is a federal power, not a state power. But when you have no facts, you have no evidence, then the meaning of these provisions and their application to specific facts does not exist. So they literally have essentially no standing either, no true case or controversy, nor could they under the law because they have no jurisdiction. So this is a big, big um, abuse and assumption of power by the Supreme Court of Colorado. This is something that some uh, half dozen or more states want to do, apparently. Uh, and so the Supreme Court must act. It must defend and protect the Constitution against an, a massive uh, reinterpretation of it that abuses it and that would destroy the integrity of the election process. And so they will. And I fully expect that they will uh, uh, overrule the Colorado Supreme Court and that I would hope they will provide enough detail, not just simply uh, explaining the absence of jurisdiction, but enough detail in the decision to make clear that Section 3 was never intended to be a vehicle for eliminating a president of the United States who simply exercised his free speech rights and his objection uh, to the certification of an election. It's never intended to do that. It was intended to uh, act against enemies of the United States, not people who are trying to fix a problem within our country, enemies of the United States. It even does not even apply to enemies of the United States who are effectively uh, functioning in our own country with, with speech alone, such as AOC and other people, absent uh, evidence of bad acts, and they may have engaged in them, and that may be a basis to pursue them. But based solely on their speech as socialists, which I just I deplore, they have an absolute First Amendment right to articulate their positions. 
and they they effectively advocate the destruction of our entire constitutional system and replacing it with a socialist government. Does that mean that AOC could never run for president? No. Simple uh, speech advocacy, even if it's boneheaded as hers is, um, is not uh, a basis for disqualifying someone. It is, a, it is a basis under the Constitution to deny her the right to vote in Congress, by the way. Under the oath and affirmation provision of the Constitution, she is required to, be, in order to be a voting member of Congress, to support the Constitution of the United States, which I think as a socialist and as an avowed, self-avowed socialist, she cannot. So she could be prevented. She can't be prevented from being voted, elected, or be even, you know, being seated, but she can be prevented from, from, uh, from, from voting. Uh, and, and, and that's because of the oath or af an affirmation clause. So if you were to enforce that sincerely, she would be denied the right to vote. Donald Trump loves the United States. He loves this country. He wants to defend this country. He wants to save this country. He's not interested in destroying the United States. He's not an enemy of the United States. He's not an agent of, of an enemy of the United States. A better case could be made against AOC than could be made against Donald Trump. But the fact of the matter is, even then, a case under uh, Section 3 of Article 14 could not be made to prevent her if she were to try to run uh, for re-election from being uh, able to run. And the reason is that it only applies to those who either engaged in violent efforts to overthrow the United States government or provided aid and comfort to that enemy. And, you know, it doesn't it's, it's not a, it's not a sound argument there either. So it, 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 this is a gross abuse, a gross abuse. This was intended to apply to the Confederacy. Even after that, the Amnesty Act was passed. And Congress, by a two-thirds vote, consistent with the Fourteenth uh, uh, Amendment, Section Three, um, gave amnesty to all almost all Confederates and allowed them to come into the government and run for elective office and everything else. Uh, Mr. Emord, you are now on Instagram under uh, I believe it is uh, J Emord seventeen seventy six. Is that your Instagram handle, sir? Yes, sir. Uh, and 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 I would uh, assume that you will be putting out some reels or something in the future, just some quick clips that, that also uh, keep us up to date on this. So if you guys uh, have a moment, go over to J Emord seventeen seventy six. Jonathan Emord is uh, a candidate for the U.S. Senate. Um, out of the state of Virginia. He is a constitutional litigator, uh, the FDA slayer. And uh, I, I haven't met anybody that knows the constitution more than you, Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan, thank you so much for taking time out of your day uh, to break this down for all of us and to help us understand it. And um, if you guys have any more questions for Mr. Jonathan Emord, please head over to his Instagram channel, drop him a DM, drop him a comment or a message. And I'm sure he or, or one of his staff will get back to you. Uh, but again, this is a very important fight. Um, and I think it's a very important moment in our history. Would you agree, Jonathan? Oh, this is a critical, pivotal moment. This is a crisis and uh, we need to see it that way. And the Supreme Court of the United States needs to nip this in the, the bud immediately. And I would fully expect that they will. If they don't, we are in deep, deep trouble. Last question, um, and this is uh, coming from one of the fans in the, the, the live chats right now, is is we know that, uh, that it'll be overturned, but it'll be overturned in time. Is there enough time? Will it be done timely? Or will this, as somebody has put it, pervert everything 
um, just be because of a time uh, a time issue. Like they'll play this out uh, until it doesn't matter. Is there a time issue with this or how quickly does this get resolved? I guess would be the question. The court, I suspect, will move very quickly on this. And I do believe that they will, if necessary, uh, there's a present stay, a voluntary stay of the action by the Colorado Supreme Court pending the Supreme Court, United States Supreme Court review. If there is a uh, failure to um, uh, act within a reasonable period of time, I suspect that the court, the United States Supreme Court, would none, nevertheless stay the action of the states pending their uh, issuance of a decision. All right, Mr. Amor. Well, hey, we know that you have a busy day lined up. We hope that you and your family have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. Uh, to everybody else, thank you guys for joining us, and we hope that this clears it up for you. Cheers. Thank you.